He's the pride of Fairbury and average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a six ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. It's hour two. It is Friday. It is the pride of Fairbury time. Bill Dolman here. We're up here at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. You're invited up on Fridays. We're here till six. Watch party next Friday, Nebraska, Illinois. We hunkered out on Michigan, so uh, we are just in between the Embassy Suites and Cabela's. Uh, just right off of La Vista, that exit uh, when you are fired away on the interstate. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. Tomorrow, road show at the bar. The bar, the bar, 1644 P Street, pregame, noon to two. Just real red re- on my face. Real red reaction follows immediately after Nebraska Michigan from the bar the bar and Dole uh, Elijah is telling me and, and Connor about this the slinky the slinky yeah the oh, slinkies God. will be flowing that I didn't are, know that was going to get brought up today are must have and <laughs> well it's it's must, must sample must have to have one if you yeah. have two Ooh, you're going to have yourself a night if you, you have, have two. two it's called junior deal. It's called junior deal. to pick you up is is what it is. Billy D, how are we doing, man? Are you are you fired up for Michigan? Are you going to have a slinky with me tomorrow? Uh, no. Um, and <laughs> yes, I'm fired up for Michigan. And no, I'm not going to have a slinky. Uh, you know, I've, I've been thinking. You remember the last time Nebraska had back-to-back wins at home? And the excitement that there was in the air for Nebraska football and what was to come. The big wins over Fordham and Buffalo just two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's we're not... feeling the same kind of excitement now uh, after back-to-back wins over Northern Illinois. And I forget who Nebraska played already last weekend because Louisiana it was such a forgettable Tech. game. Yeah. Oh, Louisiana Tech. That's right. Kind of a forgettable performance. Uh, no, actually, I think people are more excited about uh, what's going on with Nebraska football now. And when you whisper that there's a chance, I think people actually believe, you know what, that they're intrigued about what could happen on uh, Saturday against Michigan. The the buzz and excitement level is muted. It's volume two on your remote this week just because of, well, how – limited bill this team is on offense i think nebraska fans are are excited about the defense i think there's some fear it, it, it isn't fair with the defense uh similar you go back to colorado defense keep you in it for a while but it's too big to ask for for four quarters of <laughs> 2009 or even that team bless their soul uh gave up a field goal and a touchdown as, as fluky as it was to Iowa State. So the task at hand is pretty monumental. We were talking last segment about how Harbaugh and Michigan are pretty much recession-proof, like the old mafia playbook, uh, times of good or, or bad economy. They still had gambling and, and loan sharking and girls, well, as, well, as well, Paulie would say. Well, Bill recently lived in Colorado, so you have to use the car example. It's dispensaries are recession-proof, Bill Dolman, <laughs> and, and Michigan's a dispensary, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're a machine. Dispensaries and coffee, coffee shops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's Colorado for you. But that's just yeah. what, what Nebraska's up against because of how Michigan's been built. But I think there's some smiles at least nebraska is kind of building with the same material well they need to build with the same materials but at least the the blueprint for the house is the same with what nebraska wants to be 
Yeah, well, and I think that the defense is much closer to where, you know, we we all know what the black shirts have been like. You know, I'm not going to say that they have arrived, but this might be the first time in, I, mean, I don't want to say decades, but it may be a decade that um, since the Polini era that you have a, a unit that I think you say, yeah, those are black shirts. You know, it's not some ceremonial uh, thing and this really nice jersey that you get to hang on the wall. And I mean, it, that got to be ridiculous with how they were presenting them. And there were these really nice, you know, jerseys, but they didn't play like it. They didn't play like they earned it. Now you get the sense that maybe they, they went back to the the sporting goods store, bought the rags out of the bag, and they brought those to practice, and those are what's so coveted. I, this is very much uh, a, a defense that I believe to this point, outside of five minutes against Minnesota and wearing down against Colorado. But overall, this is a unit that deserves to be called uh, the black shirts. And I think when you have that established already, that you have taken a large step forward to where this program uh, wants to be. Offensively, though, man, they have they have to have sustained drives. And I love seeing the option, as you all know, but they have to have sustained drives against Michigan. That defense can't be put out there over and over again after three and out, three and out, three and out. So for the defense to maintain a high level of play and have a chance to shut down Michigan, it's all on that offense to yeah they got a score but they have to have uh multiple drives with multiple first downs you know six plays eight plays nine plays and if you can get points out of it great but if it's three and out three and out three and out it's it's going to be a bad second half Bill, does Nebraska need to outrush Michigan tomorrow if they want to give themselves a chance that's a tall task and it's something that not many teams have done outrushing the Michigan Wolverines, what they have in Corum and Edwards, that offensive line. But from what we've seen from Nebraska this year, they will go as far as their rushing attack will take them. So does Nebraska need to outrush Michigan tomorrow? And if they, they do, how does Nebraska go about doing that? Well, running the option, uh, for one, uh, I think that gives them the at least the puncher's chance. I look at a more, and this may be even more impossible, they got to out-yard Michigan through the air. Mm. Now, how that happens, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I think Nebraska might be able to shut down Corum. Everybody in the state just uh, gasped. You know, I, I, I fear McCarthy running. I know that Michigan doesn't like to have their quarterbacks run, but I think he's so athletic that he can get the big yards if a play breaks down. I think Nebraska's secondary is pretty good. I think their pass rush is pretty good. So I think that the, the, the chance exists that Nebraska will limit Michigan through the air. It's just a matter of can Nebraska, you know, throw the long one and actually catch it, which they've not been able to do. Do they have um, more than just Thomas Spadoni catching passes from the tight end position, right? So maybe by outpassing Michigan, that means, you know, 145 to 125, but at least by opening it up and, and, and being a threat downfield, I think that might be more of a key than can Nebraska slug it out along the line and, and turn up yards in the ground game. 
Professor Dolman's with us on Hill Varsity Radio. Don't, uh, try, don't try to get in good with me now with that respect, but go that's ahead. That's just I'm, a, just a flat out that's, butt kiss on live radio. That's, and that's, that's his title. That's his title. I don't call him that in class, obviously. What, what do you call him, Connor? Uh, well, <laughs> that he weasel. That. <laughs> Elijah came off the top rope yesterday with, we were, we were coming up with, God, this was around 5 o'clock, uh, who should blow up South Stadium? And and somebody said Smiley Jones, and Elijah didn't know who Smiley was. Like, well, it's Steve Peterson, and Elijah's like, for your case, of, for your case of the flu. He's like, I only know him to. I've only heard him referred to as that that weasel, that bleeping <laughs> weasel, Steve Peterson. It's like, I thought my middle name was GD for you know all those years growing up. <laughs> well, hey, congrats to you two. Well, Bill may have a new nickname from the back row of class now, so that's going to be both of your faults. Uh, finish your thought. I will shut up. And quit interrupting. But. Well, I, I asked the same question to Jacob earlier, and I just feel like it's kind of a funny question, but at the same time, a legitimate thought. Does Nebraska score tomorrow? Yeah, Ooh. he's got to think about it. <laughs> no, I wanted people to th- uh, ponder who it was that asked that question. Yeah, I think <laughs> Nebraska scores tomorrow. I think Nebraska scores first tomorrow. I think I think that gets the crowd into it a little bit more, and uh, if Michigan's going to beat Nebraska, they're going to have to come from behind to do it. It's going to be a dramatic fashion for the Wolverines to have to knock off the Huskers who jumped out to an early lead. Uh, but I think that would be important if Nebraska did score first. I think they do get some points on the board. I think Alvano, if he can show some consistency, I think he can be a real weapon. We saw him in the state championship game, and I realize playing against Michigan is different than a state title game, but there's some nerves on the line, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're lining up from 50 yards to win the game at Memorial Stadium. Uh, But I think he can be a weapon. I think if if Nebraska's offense gets in position to within 50, give him a shot, right? Um, If he makes it, you got some points on the board. I'd rather see them try that, show some confidence in him, have him come through. And then maybe he becomes a weapon, not just uh, uh, later in the game on Saturday, but maybe for the rest of the season. If he misses and you give up, you know, 20 yards of field position, okay, well, turn it over to the defense and and put it in their hands again. But, yeah, I think they score some points, and I think maybe Albano uh, is responsible for multiple field goals uh, tomorrow. Bill, I I referenced the 09 team just because of the defense and you had a lot of star power and – NFL power on that team. You've got uh, options for this Nebraska defense this year where guys have been coached up, they're ready to go, and and they're tackling, and and they're, as a unit, really good. Four to five red shirts around the ball carrier. Nebraska's win against Oklahoma in 09 kind of flipped the mood in that 09 season after some missteps, and that was one of the more slug-it-out ball games, but it was 10 to 3, as Prince of Mukamara makes an interception, returns it down to the one, and that's how Nebraska got their touchdown. And they got a field goal also, and they had picked off Landry, I think, four times. That, to me, seems like your formula on how the hell this thing could get done tomorrow. But it's going to be the defense setting up the offense. You're not wrong with Nebraska needing to be good throwing the football. You're not wrong with the rushing standpoint, Elijah. But it's got to be delivered on a silver platter 
by the defense for the offense to get much done tomorrow. Well, hey, let's not leave out uh, the threat that Bleak Road provides in the ground game, too. Uh, in special That's teams. on film so now, though. Just got to get that on the table, too, right? Um, yeah, look, it's 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 Nebraska's uh, it's Nebraska's defense's game to win and and keep it close. I think they got they have to have a turnover early. This can't be another scenario. Well, they got one with two minutes to go in the game. I, I think they've got to get one two minutes into the game, and maybe mm-hmm. multiple ones in the first half. You know they got to take the football away and give the give the offense a chance. And if that offense can operate on a short field and uh, pound out some yards in the first half, uh, using the option, perhaps using the fullback in the ground game, and more than Fedoni in the tight end position, uh, nobody has a lot of confidence that Nebraska is going to go downfield. You know and 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 have that big play. There's no Trey Palmer. Um, you hope Tommy Hill comes through and shows the reason why they're so confident in him as a deep threat. But again, I think in the passing game, it's, it's, it's short plays. It's what Nebraska used to beat Colorado. Remember in 94, Bill McCartney thought those trick plays to the tight end did them in. So if you can get, you know, multiple guys in the passing game and turn out seven, eight, nine yards at a, at a passing pop. Great. But that I think the defense has to give them the short field by turning the, getting some turnovers. Bill Dolman with us here at Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska-Michigan, the tall task that Nebraska faces tomorrow. And, Bill, win or lose, what do you think we will learn about this Husker football team tomorrow? I think we'll learn that, that the defense is, is for real and that there's a foundation in place for the rest of the season. I said a, a couple of weeks ago on the Average Joe Sports Show that I think the defense gets this team into a bowl game, and I still firmly believe that. But I think we will learn for sure that the fact that they play so many guys, uh, that there's not a lot of tra- tread lost on the tires with that unit, I think that's going to pay off. I think that they're going to be fresh. They're going to have to be, right? And I think now more more so than remember Minnesota where we were like, wow, I can't believe how many play, guys they played on defense. Now it's expected. And those guys also expect it. They know they're going to get a legitimate chance to play quality snaps. So I think that has certainly helped the team through the first four months. I think we're also going to find out tomorrow if, if Heinrich Harburg can be a quarterback of the future for Nebraska football. And that's not to discount Jeff Sims, okay? But, you know, Harburg has played, you know, two pedestrian games against pedestrian teams, right? Mm -hmm. But if he can come through and play, you know, with some quarterback savvy, I don't – he's not – he's fearless, I think we I think we would all agree on that that I don't think the moment is going to be too big for him but athletically and in terms of making adjustments in play and at the line of scrimmage I think we'll find out if he you know truly is a uh, uh, you know a major player at the quarterback position at the highest level. I think he's a I think he's a very good player but can he be borderline and elite quarterback if not now we will see that tomorrow now he reacts bill like 30 seconds here going back to you you wanted to see more alvano i'll give you a situation it's fourth and five on the nebraska 35 would you rather see an alvano kick or for them to go for it i think depends on the you know the position in the game if it's in the first half they're down 10 nothing in the first quarter kick it Kick it. Let's 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 see what he can Make do now. It. Second half, you got to scramble. You know, yeah, you got to go for it in the second half. But I I think 
I think in the first half, you give him a shot. And if he, if he comes through, he proves a point, and all of a sudden – that's somebody that uh, other teams have to be concerned with. This is a game where you can leave points on the field. No. Score prediction real quick. Uh, Nebraska, 84. Uh, Michigan, 6. Nebraska with the outright win. <laughs> I think that's... Take that, Vegas. That's an, that's an over. That's right, pretty that is. solid Bill, over. we'll see you uh, for a slinky at the bar tomorrow. <laughs> okay, yeah, you will. Go Big Red. You haven't lived till you've tried a slinky. It's as simple as well. Actually, that is such a false I, I shouldn't statement. say that's not true. <laughs> that is such a false statement. <laughs> you haven't experienced life to its fullest until you've had a slinky. We're gonna have one. I'm gonna get one poured for Bill. Uh, let's wait for post game, actually, though. <laughs> <laughs> Schmidt's missing from Memorial Stadium. <laughs>